Yeah, I spent my morning watching a giant boar get butchered. Like it, they, they were chopping off the parts and putting it through the machines and stuff to clean it up for like resale. I guess like some hunter dude brought in a hundred ninety pound wild boar and they were processing it for him. Holy shit! That's yeah, pretty like, fucking cool. Was, I was gonna say like who normally serves boar like. I got some boar. I got a boar in the back. If you want me to cut that up, yeah. Like, it, the, this this place sells that stuff. Normally, they also offer like a um, processing f- uh, program. We're like, yeah, if you bring in anything, we'll cut it into stuff for you. It's like they're cutting like inch thick boar steaks and stuff like that. And I'm like, oh, this is this is wrong. What, what do you mean by wrong, Charlie? I, I'm really happy right now. <laughs> that's 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 trippy. It's like, pretty fucking metal. It is like I remember. I've I've gone before to uh, to a butcher shop, and like yeah. I was there, and my dad, uh, who's like, "Oh, hey, yeah, we're gonna pick up some, you know, some some meat and all that stuff later." He's like, "He's like, you see these chickens? Like, pick a chicken. Which one do you like?" I'm like, "I like that one," and he like tells the guy that one, and then the guy takes him over to like the butchering area, and then proceeds to chop the head off the chicken and defeather it and all that stuff while I'm there watching. I'm like, "What the fuck?" Welcome to the Wicked Awesome Town, episode 9191. I am, of course, Maeve Online, uh, but my government name is Alex, and I am joined today here with uh, Charlie, a.k.a. Mordak, a.k.a. Uh, well, it's not the job. I feel, I feel so empty since Jeff's gone. He does all the nicknames. He does all the I, nicknames. We're, we're worthless I, without Jeff. I feel so, like, inadequate. Like I'm Two trying to names? For... What is this horse shit? I, I got nothing, man. Yeah. Jeff, come back. Jeff, if you're listening, Jeff, come back. We miss you. The creative force behind <laughs> this podcast. Yeah, the driving force. We're we're just feeling. No, in, no, man. not driving. Please. I said creative. I keep this. Okay. I keep this train wreck <laughs> going. All right, the creative force. Like, Jeff, we miss you. Come back. Uh, but yeah. So it's just a it's a two man party today. Yes, uh, as, as with last week's scheduling issues, the reason Jeff is still out, uh, with all that's going on, we're having a hard time making sure all three of us can be on the podcast, so yeah, again, hopefully Jeff will be back soon, or we'll have a Jeff episode soon, it's just been real special on our end, so sorry about that, Jeff Loyalists, again, he will return, he's not dead or anything, he's just in New Hampshire, which yeah. maybe he's is like in... being dead. Yeah, no, he's not dead. These rumors that he's no longer with us are false. And being spread exclusively by Alex. Yeah. Well, no. No, I would never say that about Jeff. But yes, welcome to the Wicked Awesome Cast, official podcast of Something Wicked Studios. We're a gaming channel or something, if we ever posted content anymore, because all my gear is in boxes. Well, yeah. Uh, For those of you, I mean, if you're just popping in, yeah. uh, Charlie just got uh, some brand new uh, digs. Yeah. Um, still trying to get I, settled in. We should almost have like a weekly segment called like This Week Charlie Learned This Part of Buying a House Fucking Sucks. Yeah. <laughs> have you ever had to buy a washing machine in your life? I have never had to, but I figured it's a pretty easy problem. No, it is one of the worst pro it, I researching which one to buy has gotta be one of the like most mind numbingly frustrating things. I have done as process of this. Like, pick me really? an electrician, fine. Picking like who to refix my floors, fine. 
picking a foundation guy, fine. Picking moldings, fine. Paint colors, easy. Like, all that shit I can do in my sleep. Uh-huh. Trying to pick a fucking washer and dryer. What, what, so, so, so first off, you wind, you wind up in this weird realm of, like, it's got, like, tears to it, but it's not totally clear what the difference between the tiers are and like it's bizarre because like one brand will do super well in like the cheap tier but then be like the hottest garbage at the top tier where they're like yeah for some bizarre reason their expensive ones are super mm-hmm. prone to breaking or some shit and I, like you'll have reviews that are like this is the best washer dryer you can buy but it has a 25% failure rating in the first year so be aware and i'm sitting there going that means it's not the best washer dryer you can buy like a 25 percent failure rate should disqualify that from this category like huh. like the, the analogy i keep using on that one it's like well it doesn't sound too bad like 75 percent are fine i'm like what if every time you bought tires for your car one exploded at random what the fuck that's kind that's of terrible what, like that it, they're not exploding, but they're like suffering like complete catastrophic failure where they wreck themselves. You have to get a new one. If it's under warranty still, great. Uh, but half the time it's like, yeah, they tend to fail like after 13 months and the warranty is for 12 months. That's some horseshit. Yeah. I, that's, that's that whole plan obsolete. It's not that. Thing. It's like... It, Maybe it's that. I don't know. But, like, it's... I, I have learned that, like, people that, like, buy washer and dryers are idiots, and I am one of them, because we'll, like... like I have seen washer-dryer stuff that had, like, a fucking plastic, like, scrub board, like they had with the metal wash basins built into the top of it. Mm-hmm. And, like, that was listed as a feature people wanted. And, like, I, I get it, like, scrubbing delicate stuff or whatever, fine... But at the same time, like, I own a fucking sink. I don't want to pay an extra 1500 bucks for a plastic wash basin. Huh. Because that's what we're talking. Like, I, I, I looked at one recently. This will probably be the one I buy that has a blood setting on it. What the fuck? When it like when you get into the stuff that's got like soaking methodology to it, and it's got like normal blood and chocolate. That's the most metal fucking yeah. Like, oh yeah, what happened? Well, I mean, I did just have spill some chocolate on my shirt. Oh well, uh, I just came back from murdering somebody. No, I'm in the wash. I can't, I can't handle both settings just No, fine. no, they, they gotta be separate. The blood setting and oh. the chocolate setting cannot be combined, but, like, you could... You're making all the jokes I've made where it's like, who is the blood setting for? Like, women with unfortunately heavy periods or, like, mass murderers or, like, hemophiliacs? Like, who is the blood setting for? And the chocolate setting is like, is your kid just like rubbing chocolate ice cream all over their shirt? We have a setting for you. Uh, that's so bizarre. Yeah. Like, that's such an odd setting. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, oh, this is really good for chocolate. You know, this one's good for wine. Now, if you get covered in blood from, you know, murdering uh, people... Uh, Dexter, this is the washer for you. 
Yeah, that, and that's the issue because, like, when you're in it, just fucking looking at washer dryers, you're like, oh, it has a blood setting. I might need that. And then you go, why do I need a blood setting? What am I doing in life that I, I honestly can say, like, oh, a blood setting? That might come in handy. So, so what it is, is one of those new smart washer and dryers where you have to plug it into the network. And whenever you wash something in the blood setting, it does keep a record for your local PD to kind of keep track of that stuff. So you joke. If you happen, if you happen to wash a load after somebody's been murdered in the area, eh, they'll just kind of keep an eye out. And if it keeps happening often, they might just come by and knock out your door. I you joke, but like the fucking LG brand ones have built-in Wi-Fi, so they can like send you a text message when they're done, and also so like if something breaks, you can put your phone up next to it. And there's like a diagnostic app or some shit. Yeah, that doesn't surprise me at all. And I've reached a point where I'm like, I will pay more money for there not to be Wi-Fi at a washing machine. Yeah. Oh, you can't disable it kind of thing or what? I don't know. I don't want it in a washer dryer to begin with. Like, that'd be like your refrigerator saying, oh, and by the way, I can also perform open heart surgery. Well, that would be pretty fucking cool. What? It's a fridge. Why does it need that functionality? I don't need my washer dryer going like, hey, it's raining outside. Y- y- yes, washing machine. I can also look out a window. Nah, the internet told me. Yeah. Oh, just so you know, tomorrow when you drive out, uh, you should take an umbrella. Otherwise, you're going to have to use me pretty soon because it's a 60% chance of rain. Have you been Thank talk- you, LG washing machine. Have you in the fridge been talking to the internet again, washing machine? No. Why is there a... When did you get this... 4chan tramp stamp shut up <laughs> it's it, it, you can start your day all right wash this don't worry we'll wash it by the way good morning you cuck like wait what the fuck have you been on the internet again washing machine god damn it washing machine <laughs> uh i look forward to the day our technology just browses through the internet and picks up vocabulary like the word cuck it'll be great i'd be okay with that but i also wanted to i want to like do that weird like twitter neural map thing they were doing where like it learned how to talk to people based on like most said words or something oh yeah there was also that thing where google programmed an ai to learn from conversations and it became racist it became blatantly fucking racist like yeah yeah, that's it's gonna be great like what is it i'm it's gonna be interesting when your uh your lg fridge goes in the uh what is it goes on the internet learns all that stuff and then i come over and the fridge like locks itself down when I walk by, like initializing security protocols. Like what? What the fuck? Builds a wall I, down the center of my house. Yeah. Like wait, what? What? How did you do this? I'm like oh, this is an expansion feature for the LG washing machine or the fridge. We build walls. Now get out. Like what? Well, okay, I, Charlie, I gotta go. Your your fucking appliances are trying to kill me, and it's gonna become that whole like 2001 Space Odyssey bullshit thing going on. When did the LG get a gun safe installed in it? Oh, it's its right to bear arms. It's a washing machine. Why does it have a gun safe? See, but now it's perfect because if it does murder me, you have a blood setting on your washer no, so no, you that's get the, right that's, off. So that's the creepy right one. Off. The blood setting is on the Swiss-made one. Oh, the Swiss-made one. Okay. The, the neutral evil one that's obviously a serial killer. Yeah, it's exactly... People say the Swedish are nice. Yeah, no, your washing machines have a blood setting. Clearly, there's something on your agenda. It has several offshore banking accounts and a blood yeah. setting. Yeah, it was uh, it was the only name omitted off the Panama Papers. Yeah, yeah let's, let's 
We're going to go down the rabbit hole of that kind of shit. Fucking Electrolux. Oh. You know what? I bet you all of these appliances have Bitcoin. They all have Bitcoin. They, they better fucking into not. Early I'm on. buying one so I don't have to pay every time I use one. <laughs> no, I mean, they have, they have the, the actual uh, machines themselves have Bitcoin because they were early invested in the market they, uh, have... from the early days of their drug cartel they... runs and... Okay, yeah. If I walk, if I walk in and like it's Pablo Escobaring around my house, I'll be like, okay, fine, whatever. If it's like Jamaican drug running ring around my apartment, around my place, I'll be pissed because those guys are terrifying. <laughs> yeah, but en- enough about it. But yeah, buying a fucking washer dryer, like, and that's the thing. Like, dryers, you're like, whatever, it dries clothing. Who gives a fuck? Washing machines, you're like. Well, yeah, but this one airdrops in water directly from a glacier in the North Pole for its water. But this one harvests the blood of an orphan to get your clothes clean. Which one am I more a fan of? Yeah. Well, that's what the blood setting actually means. It's the blood of orphans that washes your clothes. Yeah, the blood wash. Why does it always come out red? <laughs> the blood sustained us, Charlie. That it, it does. It, it, it knows. <laughs> The blood drunk theme just starts playing with the washer. Oh no, washer. Right? It knows. It's like you walk in the house, all the appliances start playing the blood drunk theme. And you're like, no, you invited me over for pizza. Pizza and blood drunk, Alex. <laughs> I'm gonna wake up tied down to a chair with a controller taped on my hands. Like my appliances around you. Yeah, just the, all the appliances around me, and then like the TV turns on and the game just starts up. And all the appliances just start whirling and lights start going off. Yeah. And it turns into this whole crazy scenario where I've got to fight my way through the machines to get out of there. Yeah. Oh, it'll be great. It, people have got it all wrong. Uh, Cyberdyne isn't setting off a nuke. They're going to take over our appliances. That's what's going down. I love this rabbit hole we just Yeah, down. yeah. This is, this is a great rabbit hole. Yeah. Thank you, washers and dryers. Yup. <laughs> If you're thinking about buying a house, don't. Yeah. You buy a house, next thing you know, your your friend is tied down to a chair being forced to play blood drunk. You're just going to find yourself on the internet with me being like, but what's the best brand of washing machine? Well, they all have pluses and minuses. Yeah, but which is the best one? <laughs> Fucking commit, you non-committal reviewing assholes. And the ones that do contain phrases like, despite its 25% failure rate. <laughs> oh, this is good. This, this is good things. I, I love... Welcome to the 21st century. Was it, it's not just, hey, can you wash clothes well? Yeah, alright, this is a good machine. Yeah, what type of... Ch- uh, what graphics card is your washer running? Yeah. Have you seen those refrigerators that have TVs built into the like display now? Yes, I, 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 I as as someone who bought a house recently, I said, "Oh, what does it cost to buy a new refrigerator?" Mine's kind of five years old and has lots of beer spilled in it. So, uh, I have looked at the smart refrigerators not because I want one, but because I wanted to see a sales uh, employee try and explain to me why it's not the weirdest idea ever. Yeah. It's out there. This whole little segment in general with all these smart appliances just seems like a CES wet dream at this point. Yeah, the 
smart TVs are like washer dryer shit aside. They're just frustrating. The smart TVs, the, the smart smart TV, the smart fridge stuff is I find genuinely terrifying. Actually, because like you could totally use one of those things to data mine someone. Oh yeah, because it keeps track of what you buy and shit. Like if if Amazon's ever selling a fridge, and they install like a like this Amazon Prime me my groceries. That's how we wind up with like food bricks. That's true. Well, Amazon already has that grocery store thing they do now, and I refuse to use it. I want to try it out. We should do. We should do like a you know, offline shoot of the Amazon store. I don't want Amazon having physical people that know where I live. <laughs> well, I'll do it with my stuff. Fair enough. <laughs> I already have Prime. They've already suckered me in. I, I have Prime too, and like, there's a bunch of stuff in Prime. I'm like, okay, I'm cool with that. Nah, cool with that. Yeah, they already know where you live, Charlie. No, the, the robot that Spence's packaging slips, that knows where I live. Pete. Who delivers the food doesn't. I can kill a drone and not go to jail. Killing Pete means I go to jail. True. Unless Pete is actually P-E-T-E, the robot. In which case we've got a, what do you call it, that movie Will Smith and the cyborg situation going on? What the heck is the I Robot. There you go. We've got an iRobot situation going on. Yeah, I... Thank you. All hail Lord Jeff Bezos. Well, they have like weird, outdated Apple designs on them, though. If I smack off their skin suit, it's all like high gloss metal and like weird white plastic. Well, I mean, give it a year and they'll have to slow down the performance on the robots to conserve battery or whatever excuse they come up with this time for slowing down their software. Yeah. Right. That's right. I'm taking jabs at you, Apple. It's not even a jab, that's just like lazily lying down into like an already existing controversy. It's like, oh, I'm gonna get down in this ditch now. Lay there for a second. Oh no, I've fallen in a ditch. <laughs> Help me. The ditch is mighty comfortable though. Yeah. Mighty comfortable. I and enough of all this. <laughs> we're a gaming podcast, damn it. <laughs> I thought we were doing fridge review podcast now. What are we? CNET? Oh. Uh, we post videos, not twenty picture deep thumbnail galleries. That's true. Fair enough. All and right, that's a shot fired. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nah. I. Should we actually do our weeks now that we've talked about the dark future of appliances? <laughs> And how my sure. washing machine's probably going to have a blood setting on it. Yeah, I I look forward to seeing that. Yeah. you got to post screenshots of that at one point. Oh, uh, sure, why not? Uh, yeah, I, on my end, it's been house stuff, and I've been playing a lot of Monster Hunter and a little bit of Warframe. I Warframe is good. It's, it's pretty fucking good, I've learned. Like... The more I click with that game, the more I'm like, okay, yeah, this game's pretty fucking good. It does have some progression issues I'm learning, though. Specifically, this thing's called interception missions that are not capable of being done solo. Oh. 
I'm sure in theory they can be, but because they gate the content in the game with kind of nodes around planets, and the interceptions are kind of landhold missions, they're really fucking hard to do by yourself. Oh, okay. And as a result, kind of suck. Um, I was going to try and play Sea of Thieves before today's podcast recording, but I am one of those few that cannot get access to the Sea of Thieves beta because it's, quote, too early, despite it happening right now. Really? You can't uh, get into it? It's been an ongoing issue. Like, for some reason, the pre-order keeps registering itself as too early to get into it. And, like, it's a known issue. Uh-huh. But, yeah. I, but so with that being said, I've been playing the shit out of Monster Hunter. Oh, okay. Game's fucking good. It's new. Well, yeah, I've heard really good stuff about it. Like, It's... As someone who's been waiting for a real console release of Monster Hunter and like maybe a little bit of a refresh of what that formula is, it's mm-hmm. it's real it's really what I wanted for a long ass time. Yeah, so far the reception I've gotten from that has been all good news on that. Yeah, I, I will get on board if you've ever wanted to play a Monster Hunter game but have always been intimidated by it, as you should have been, like this is the Monster Hunter to jump in on. It's they fixed a lot of the big issues with it. It plays real good. It runs real good. It looks fantastic. I, yeah, it, it's Monster Hunter. It's real good. It's, I, yeah, I. So, as a guy who's never played Monster Hunter before, what uh, what what can you uh, what can you say? Like, I, as far as because I've never played it before, I don't really know what it's about. But if you wanted to give me a rundown. Okay, so I, Monster Hunter is kind of if someone sat down and said, what if we made a game that was essentially kind of just a boss rush? And by boss rush, I mean we give you these kind of semi-open worlds in which to hunt large, large, very large, occasionally a health pool monsters. And I... The games have always kind of had a, like, so you, there's missions where you're hunting something, you got 50 minutes to take it down, or you can go into free roam mode, which are called expeditions in this game. That's kind of like murder safari at that point. Uh-huh. Uh, so, like, the previous games have kind of been like, okay, go out and find this, like, giant fire-breathing bear, or this dragon, or this, like, the monster design's really cool. Like, I'm still pretty early on in the game right now, and I've already fought, like, a giant, like, Barney the Dinosaur from Hell, a, like, giant gecko monster with dreadlocks, a dragon, and two different types of dragons. I found a wyvern and some, like, thing that scares the shit out of me because I don't know what it is. Or, sorry, not a not a wyvern, a Rathalos. That's what they're called. Hmm. Uh, but so, like, it's, um... It's kind of Dark Souls-ish in combat, meaning you have a stamina pool. It's, um... Very deliberate combat, I guess you could say. Lots of timing built into it. Like it, the, the phrase people have always used is it's the action-adventure game for people that only play fighting games in some ways. Like everything you like some of the weapons in the game are all about timing and follow-up and like canceling out of moves occasionally and like how to follow through on things. I there are 14 weapons in the game. Um half of them are ranged, half of them are 
melee weapons. If you're a coward, you choose a ranged weapon. If you want to be a cool guy, you do or a cool girl, you do the uh, melee weapon because that's where it's at. Uh, for the first time in Monster Hunter history, the melee weapons are usable. They have not always been. They've been kind of terrible in previous games with some frequency. Mm-hmm. Really hard to aim. But yeah, if you want to be a coward or something, you can like circle shape around with a bow or you can get up in it with like a giant like eight foot long meat cleaver made from the femur of a Tyrannosaurus Rex. Your call. One of them is correct, but your call. <laughs> yeah, so it's... It's kind of hard to explain in some ways, like unless you've played it, because it is, I don't want to call it unique to itself, but the idea of everything in the game is more powerful than you, except like the weak ass shit, and the weak ass shit doesn't matter. Like there's there's like a there's a whole food chain to it. Like so, I guess like let me tell a story. So I'm running around with something called the um, insect glaive, which is a pole arm that I like because it lets me vault around. Like it's got high mobility to it. And it makes mounting enemies a lot easier, which will come into play in a second. So uh-huh. I was fighting, I think it's called an Anathar or something, which is the big purple um, Barney from Hell thing. Um, I was fighting one of those, and it was kicking my ass because it got the drop on me. Like I wandered into it's like, I, it snuck up on me by accident because I was hunting something else. I took that thing down, and then this thing straight bum-rushed me, and I'm like, oh shit, it's here. I'm co- I was coming for you next, but okay, we'll deal with this now. So I did some damage to it and like retreated to heal myself up and sharpen up my gear again. And it walked off to kind of nurse its wounds. And I then stumbled onto a Rathalos, which is like a giant fire-breathing dragon thing. Mm-hmm. And I proceeded to aggro that thing and then run after the other thing and lured the Rathalos into taking on the other thing for me. And because the Rathalos is higher up on the food chain than the um, dinosaur was, it fucking kicks that thing's ass, like takes down the majority of its health. And I'm like, hiding out in a bush, antagonizing them to keep fighting each other for a couple more minutes. And eventually they go their separate ways because, like, two-way predators aren't going to fight each other forever, and I just tracked down to the actual target at that point and made it dead. But, like, as part part of that, like, part of the antagonizing was I used my pole arm to jump into, like, literally you can, like, pole vault around. Like, one of the moves is you, like, pole vault into the air, and then you can mount the animals and you would stab them in the back to kind of do a little bit of damage. But then you can, like, knock them down with a heavy attack if you successfully do that whole mechanic. Like, it's got, like, there are a whole series of mechanics in the game that, depending on what weapon you're using, you might never use. I like the Insect Glaive because you get to, like, it's, it makes the game kind of like a Bayonetta or a Devil May Cry. You're all over the place. you got movement. You're doing, like, big, flashy spin moves. you got some stuff to manage. But at the same time, I also love the Great Sword, which is, like, the giant cleaver thing, which literally only has two attacks overhead swing and side swing it's got a couple variants on those but like it's big damage it's a giant weapon for huge damage Mm. is that the one that it's using in uh i I know this is a weird reference but you know since the character for monster hunter is in marvel's Capcom infinite is that the one probably i get the impression that thing changes around weapons but like is it like a giant like cloud strife style sword yeah yeah that's 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 a great sword like i but at the same time, there's some good starter weapons in the game, like the Longsword, which is a giant fucking katana. Those are oh. pretty cool. Uh, some of the guns are okay. Like, like the game has 14 different weapons in them, and they all play very differently from each other. Even, like, the ranged weapons play surprisingly different. Like, I 
I was watching some videos say they were explaining how, like, yeah, the bow and arrow actually kind of plays like a shotgun weapon. I'm like, oh, that's kind of cool. Yeah, because I was using that probably longer range I was supposed to. Because supposed to use the heavy blowgun at that point, which is kind of like a mortar. Uh-huh. But, yeah, I, it's... If you're thinking about getting into this, please do. This is the most accessible Monster Hunter ever. Like, if you've never played a Monster Hunter game, you should totally check this game out. Like, just in passing some, because there's not... A, it's hard to say it, but, like, there's really nothing quite like a Monster Hunter game because, like, it's very simple in concept. Kill the big monster. But, like, uh. the game is nothing but moments of you doing the cool thing. Huh. And, like, it's it, it's got multiplayer. The multiplayer is solid. It's a little antiquated. But, like, it's got a whole crafting system. Like, And it's one of these things where your character never gains level in the game. It's a purely gear-driven game. And you get gear by killing bigger and badder monsters. Like I, 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 it's not like I was joking where I said I have a, I had a broadsword made out of like a T Rex's femur. No, I tracked down multiple like of a certain monster so I could make an axe out of its spine, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I had to grind out bones for it. Like my character is using, I'm using the insect legs. I think it's cool, but like I tracked down a bunch of I think they're called like Kula Kulas or something, which is like large raptor things that throw boulders at you and use boulders to block i tracked a bunch of those things down because i wanted to make they, they make a glaive there's a glaive in the game that's covered in their feathers and you have to kill a bunch of them to get their feathers and i'm like i want that glaive and now i have it and i'm like yeah this glaive was made with the death of a thousand of these fuckers <laughs> yeah like you, you make potions it's kind of it's it's got this really weird feel to it too like i uh the uh uh, the Meowster Chef in the game, which is what you, um, so, like, food and potions and crafting have a big emphasis, and before each mission, you, like, go to the canteen, or, like, when you're out in the field, you can go to the emergency canteen, like, you get these lavish foods that do, like, various stat buffs, and, like, depending on what you're hunting, you might want something that's got, like, poison resistance in the food, or, like, an HP booster, and, like, the animations for the uh, Meowster Chef are just fucking nuts. Yes, I'm intentionally, was... I'm intentionally saying Meowster, not Master, by the way. Yeah, no, I, I caught that. I'm like, he said it more than once. It's not a mistake. Yeah, the, the, the Meowster Chef is fucking badass. Like, and it's got this whole little dumb little video that goes to, like, the game has this, like, fantastically dumb style to it that, like, it's it's unbelievably dumb and charming. Like, if people that listen to this and you too, Al, should, like, go and watch the um, uh, Monster Hunter World cooking animation cinematic. Because it's hilarious. Like, it is the fucking dumbest, best thing ever. And the game has other little moments like that. Like, whenever you forge gear, you, like, they, like, drop dinosaur bones into the forge, just hammer on shit. It's like, oh, this is super dumb and, and weirdly charming. Huh. Uh, so this is only for PlayStation, right? Uh, PlayStation, Xbox, and it's coming to PC later. I, so I... If you're thinking about waiting for PC, go for it at the same time. This is not a game you play with a mouse and keyboard. And huh. I'd probably get a controller for it. Like, yeah, but I would go so far. Like th- This is a game that was huge in Japan. And like as much as it always had a following in the States, like, I played the original one back on the PS2 and loved it then. As much as like this game has always kind of had a following in the US, it's Japan where it stayed alive. It's really popular on various mobile devices and stuff. So I, 
maybe take it with a grain of salt with me saying, I think this will be a game that's much more alive on console than PC, mm -hmm. and the fact that the PC version doesn't launch for a while is a big blow to it. Like, this is not a game you want to come to necessarily after the user base has moved on from the opening levels. Like, if you're playing with friends, it won't matter, but, like, part of the joy of this game is, like, it's hunting monsters with three other people. Like, you're doing a party, like, you're complimenting yourself. Like, I'm I'm pure DPS in this game, or I'm tanking, and, like, if I'm in a group with another guy who's capable of doing some range stuff to stay out of my way, and just, like, it's like, okay, you go fucking nuts and do what you gotta. We got this guy who's playing battle hymns on his um, war pipes, and, like, you're just flipping all over the place, just dealing damage and knocking this shit down. We got this. Yeah, it's... Like, it's got that weird MMO level of coordination, but it's all in real time, and, like, no no one class has lots of abilities, like the um, the War Piper, Battle Piper, whatever they're called. They got, like, except they have, like, a club bagpipe weapon. They're the only kind of non-combat-y class, really? But at the same time, like, everyone can drop healing spikes as long as, like, if you have the right gear, like, I... I'm running around, like, I have a tunic thing I put on that's be fly distances, and I have another one that's like, oh, it turns you into, like, the fucking juggernaut. Like, it makes you, like, super hard to knock over. It makes you slow as shit, but, like, you can go, like, head-to-head -head with a monster charging you and not be like, you're not gonna run me over, bitch. <laughs> but, yeah, I... I, I, We may have to do some sort of play thing eventually when we do Chronicles we of the Shadow. We definitely should. You... If you're thinking about getting it, you should get it. Like, it's... I will say this, the first two hours of the game, as an experienced Monster Hunter player, were a little slow, but also as an experienced Monster Hunter player, I'm going through going like, fuck, this is the most tutorial I've ever given for this franchise. What the hell? Mm -hmm. This is not normal. This is even good, if you will. But yeah, I... That game's real solid, and like the cool thing about it right now, at least, is it feels like it could be a platform. Like that, it's not. It, you could add. Let me back up. The possibility for expanding on this game feels really limitless. Like because it's it's based around zones, and you could just keep adding zones with new monsters. And I think people would be super cool with that. So the idea of like, hey, we're gonna support this game for like five years is kind of exactly what I want out of a Monster Hunter game. Hmm. Well, I mean, it's nice to see it's in the U.S., but you know, you said for a while it was in Japan, so... Yeah, I, I, Everybody's been hype about it. Like, I've heard a lot of hype about it, but I'm like, I've never heard of it. There, it, the previous... Uh, even this one, to a certain extent, like, the games are hard to penetrate. They are... The, they are Monster Hunter games. Like, the previous ones had, like, systems within systems within systems that were never explained... And don't get me wrong, like, I I had to go online to double-check my understanding of how a weapon worked because there's just really no good explanation in the game of how that mechanic worked I was trying to figure out. It's like, oh, yeah, my understanding was correct, but, like, the game never flat out says how it's supposed to work. Uh -huh. I, it's kind of, like, that's a, it's got that kind of Dark Souls Bloodborne thing where it's like, we're expecting you to figure out a lot of this shit for yourself, and and we're not good at explaining it even if you ask. <laughs> Well, that's always good. Yeah, but at the same time, like it's it's kind of fun. Like I've, I, I'm not the most experienced monster hunter player, but I'm also like significantly more experienced than a 
bunch of the people I've played with lately. So it's like I'll drop into a match and it's like, okay, I got this shit. It's like, it's like, oh, you're doing it. Yeah, yeah. Just back me up. Like, okay, so take care of the ads around this. I'll keep, I'll keep harassing our main target. And when like when the area is clear, come in, help me wail on him, kind of thing. But like, I'm gonna jump on his back now. We're gonna knock him down, and then everyone go hog wild on him. <laughs> yeah. You with the long sword, don't fucking hit me. Why? You're gonna hit me. You have a giant swing arc. That sounds like fun. I, I might just pick it up and maybe you do like should. Thing. You I should. Think I probably will. I haven't touched the PS4 in a while, so. If you own a console and are not playing Monster Hunter, you are making a mistake. <laughs> like it's, there is in so many ways no more like iconic. I, and this work gets weird because it was on Nintendo shit for a while, and Switch fans are a little pissed off. That Monster Hunter World is not coming to the Switch, but you could not run this game on a Switch. It is gorgeous. It's it is beyond the capabilities of a Switch. I suspect at like the same level of goodness and mm-hmm. yeah, like the, the, the if you've ever been like, man, I want like Japanese games to come back. Like this is one of the coolest ongoing Japanese franchises. Like it's like Yakuza. Those of us that know how good it is are like, oh, Monster Hunter is coming to a console. Is it coming to the U.S.? Oh, day and date to the U.S. Oh, oh my. Um, oh, I- I've never been in this situation before. You mean we all could be doing the cool things at the same time? The Japanese person won't have an advantage? Yeah. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, I'm I'm really happy right now. I, I I've been dying for Monster Hunter to come back to a real console, and the 3DS was not not a real console. It was a thing, but like it's this is a real console release, and it's fucking badass. Mm. It's so good. Like in like in a weird way, the world of a world that's post Dark Souls and Bloodborne and Neo and other kind of slow deliberate gameplay stuff like we're we're in a world now we're like we've been t- we've been taught like hey be fucking deliberate every once in a while this is a game that will do very well for people that want like that deliberate combat and don't get me wrong this game is not for everyone mm-hmm. but i am super in on it yeah it's pretty good i guess or something well, I'll yeah. definitely have to check it out because it sounds pretty fucking nice. Yeah, I, we we should do something. I, if you get it, we can have you host the streams, which will probably be a lot better because my streams will be just be flipping all over the place and making people motion yeah. sick. That. Yeah, I don't know if that game is game of the year. I don't think it is because it's still a Monster Hunter game, and Monster Hunter games are like inherently flawed in beautiful and wonderful ways. But like that game is like. The fact that game came out and is good, it's like holy shit. Uh-huh. Like it's a big fucking deal, and I really hope it does well. So Capcom keeps supporting it because it's really cool. It's on a PS4, and I'm really digging that, and it makes me really happy. And I'm fanboying out super hard on the game. <laughs> yeah, like this dumb shit, like the character customizer for it is ridiculous. It's stupid in depth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just like, the details are great. Like they they fix some dumb stuff. Like you can get cool armor really early on into the game. Like p- 
part of this game is do you want to look like a cool guy? Like, I'm running around with, like, a skull horned helmet thing right now. It's not the best, but I think it looks cool, so I'm keeping it mm -hmm. for the time being. Like, I'll get another one eventually, but, like, this is what I want to look like right now. I'm wearing heavy armor and this shit. And killing shit with a polearm that shoots bugs. <laughs> well, I'm convinced you had me at a giant fucking sword. Yeah. It's pretty good that way. Yeah. It'll be refreshing. I, I Like I said, I, I just, I kind of feel bad because I got this PS4 and I haven't really touched it in a while. Yeah, so. this, this is a great game to have for a PS4. Yeah. I think, I think I'm happy to jump right into it. I'll probably pick yeah. it up sometime soon. Do it. <laughs> Do it. Join me in the hunt. Join me in glory. I'm convinced. I'm and, and only cowards use ranged weapons. I'm a ranged weapon user, though. Fine. Man, come on. Come on. Every you gotta balance out the party. Every yeah. hunting party needs a coward. Wow, okay, fine. I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what, that's what I've been up to. I, I was hoping to play some Sea of Thieves. I've, I've heard interesting things from the various feedback on the beta for that like most of them are that game fucking sucks as a single player game and i wanted to confirm that but uh we're not a podcast of speculation so yeah well that kind of yeah <laughs> their tech issues have been shitty yeah i've, I've heard a couple things here and there but it's kind of disappointing because I know how excited you've been about this game. We've talked about this on and off for a I, while now. I want to know. I just want to know at this point. Like, it's. I suspect I will bounce off that game super hard, but I just want to know at this point. At this, I just want to know at this point. Like, it's. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, what have you been up to? <laughs> uh, well, I got sick again somehow. I yeah, I can tell. No, why? But uh, yeah, no, I've been. I, I got sick again, and the thing is, like, Mandy never gets sick. I'm always the one who's the only one getting sick. I don't. I don't get it. I'm confused, and frankly, I'm frustrated. But doesn't mean I can't pair on and do the stuff I normally do. So, uh, still following the Overwatch League because it's been a big thing. So happy about that. Uh, what else? Oh, we got a couple of new coworkers uh, at my job recently. Uh, started kind of starting to show up. And uh, they're they're kind of into the similar things I'm into. I don't know about so much about the gaming stuff, but a lot of the geek stuff, Star Wars and whatnot, they're in. So I like those guys immediately. They're they're cool people. But uh, which is good because now, like as far as work stuff goes, it's starting to clean up a little bit and things are a little bit nicer, not so stressful. Which is good, good because that means I can deliver that lack of stress, you know, and focus that energy on other other things like maybe do live plays and things of that nature. Yeah, you have been striving to be more positive and less stressed at work, so that's good. Yeah, it's working out. Um, as far as the gaming stuff goes, I've been really like a hundred percent in on World of Warcraft. It's been kind of my my drug as of late. Like I've been really, really in it, and maybe it's because I'm pretty excited about Battle for Azeroth, uh, the new leveling uh, changes and all that stuff, which just came out a few weeks ago. Which I know you said you kind of enjoy and like that. I'm just waiting for those new races to come out because if i'm going to level up a character it's going to be a new race so i can unlock the legacy gear so i'm probably going to do one from each side so one alliance one one board based character and uh kind of going from there but uh as far as other gaming stuff goes that's pretty much been it i am going to start ramping up playing this game called rivals of ether uh the hell because... is that so 
for those of you who don't know, uh, I will be going this year to Extra Life United. I know I, we haven't talked about it yet. Yeah, let's but, talk about yeah. that now, I guess. If you're going to Extra yeah. Life United, find Alex. Yeah, so if you're at Extra Life United, come by and say hi. Uh, happy to hang out. I uh, So I'm going to Extra Life United this year, and they announced the games that are going to be, you know, for competition and whatnot. So for the PC side, uh, there's this one Tetris game with real-life physics involved or something like that, uh, Sonic Mania, and Rivals of Ether, which is supposed to be the replacement to Brawlhalla, which is a fighting game that's okay. kind of made by guys who are fans of Smash. So now I have to pick that game up and start practicing on that because this last year I've kind of on and on again, off again, been practicing Brawlhalla. And it's a fun game, by the way. Don't know if anybody out there likes little fun offshoot, you know, fighting games. Uh, Brawlhalla is definitely a lot of fun. It kind of has little elements from Smash, but still is its own thing. So definitely check it out. Uh, but yeah, Rivals of Ether is this one made by a guy who is a big fan of the Smash franchise and kind of made his own fighting game for PC. And there are elements from the Smash that are carried over into this game, like wave dashing and things like that. But it uh, it looks good, and so now I've got to start practicing that. So that's going to take some time out of my wow stuff. This may be what bugs me about the Smash community, where it's like it's a slavish devotion to Smash, where it's like, no, people are making, in many ways, better games than Smash Brothers ever has been, but you refuse to adopt them because it's not Smash. Yeah, like well, like you had um, what do you call it? The the guys who were updating that mod version of Smash Brothers. What was it called? Something Z or Project M? That's what it was called. And they would actually do like patch updates to characters and try to balance out some of the characters. Yeah. And it was like an unofficial mod thing that kind of actually showed up at tournaments like Evo a few times. But yeah, it's like a thing. But you know, obviously. You know, Nintendo never really kind of took that on because they never really did any real updates or character balancing for their characters, as far as I know. If I'm wrong, please let us know. But as far as I know, they've never really done any actual try to to try to update the game, so to speak. But um, yeah, so gotta do gotta learn a new game, and hopefully make make some money uh, for the hospital over at uh, actually like United this year. So I'll be there from the seventh to the tenth. Yeah, uh, it is going to be um, that event. So. I'll be out there. But other than that, um, it's been kind of slow. Just kind of like I said, just do a little bit of streaming here and there, playing uh, my WoW, and that's pretty much it. I can't really say it's been too kind of new. I Well, I'll take that back. There's this new game I saw, and it's because I follow a bunch of other YouTubers like Dunkey. Uh, he did a review on this game called Fury. I don't know if you've seen it. It's on Steam, by any chance? Have you seen it, Charlie? I don't think so. Okay. So it's it's kind of just also kind of a boss rush esque system, uh. But the soundtrack is fucking amazing. What it's style? That re- yeah, it's that retro wave esque kind of style. I really like it. What's the name again, so I can look it up quickly? Uh, Fury F U R I. Oh, sorry. Yes, Fury. I do know Fury. My bad. Uh, that yeah. was uh, that originally launched on the PlayStation Four as a PlayStation Plus game. Oh well, it's on Steam now. Apparently. Yeah. It was a free game at one point on PlayStation. I, yeah, that game's cool. It's it's visually pretty. Yeah, for what, it, like, for what it is, it's visually pretty. It's got a great soundtrack. But they're like, yeah, it's kind of like a boss rush. Did uh, they game. fix the issue where you couldn't get past the first boss without completing the tutorial? I don't know about that. I didn't read anything about it. I I, I haven't picked it up just yet, but I definitely want to uh, 
try it out at some point because I just like I listen to the music on it. I have I, they have the soundtrack up on uh, Google Play Music, which is what I use for all my music stuff, and it sounds freaking great. Like, yeah, I love it's the, the it's feel a cool it. game. It it has its moments of frustration, but yeah, it it does some cool shit. Yeah, so I'm looking forward to kind of dabbling in that. <laughs> so it's definitely that, a good I mean, stream game. Yeah. Other than that, I mean, that's pretty much kind of been my thing as far as this week goes. Nothing too fancy to report uh, at this current time. So uh, I'm still alive. The animals have not mutinied and killed me yet. So I think they're kind of buying their time because they're down one because they recently suffered a loss. Not at my hands, but, you know, it was other reasons. Your animal horde is what my girlfriend now threatens me with. <laughs> What, like the snakes and stuff? No, or just I'll like say dog? something and she'll be like, that sounds like someone who wants a scorpion, like Alex. Do you want to live with a scorpion now? And I go, no. She goes, then stop saying shit like that. <laughs> That's fucking great. <laughs> like, you only have to get a dog after we move into the new place. Don't make me pull Alex's girlfriend on you. And just yeah. animals you were afraid of. I'm like, what would that be? <laughs> just yeah, nine kittens lying around the house. I wouldn't fuck with cats. They destroy ecosystems. I hate cats. I'm not a fan of cats either. Not hate so cats. I, I do not like cats. I there are very few animals I actively hate. Uh huh. Yeah, I feel that way about uh possums, or I think that's what they are. They look like devil creatures at night. They're gangly teeth and lack of fear of cars and shit like that. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I, I, uh, I'm a big fan of, uh, you know, the dogs, my thing. So, but yeah, uh, they're, they're, they're around. Actually, but now that I just reminded me, my dog, Leia, which is the first dog I got, turned two yesterday. Congrats. So as of this podcast, uh, recording, cause we are recording, uh, before and not posting it the same day so yeah uh she turned two so we have this daycare that sends us pictures of like her playing with other dogs so it was kind of cool to get pictures of her all dressed up like with a little birthday hat i gotta say they're really like cheesy like magazine pictures but they're really cool they kind of they kind of cater to that which is kind of fun yeah i know you're not a big animal person in terms of like that level of stuff but it, it's kind of cool that like a, a daycare will go out of their way to do that kind of stuff. So, but yes, yeah. yes, that is uh, that is that. And uh, other than that, that's pretty much kind of been it. Uh, nothing else too fancy for the time being. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's news time. I think it is news time. All right, right off the bat, we got something dumb. What do you got? They might be making a Duke Nukem movie. I saw that. And, and John Cena is going to be Duke Nukem? Possibly. The most wholesome fucking man alive? Like, All right. So let's take a step back and like really deconstruct this one more than it needs to. Uh, beyond the fact that they should not make a fucking Duke Nukem video or movie. like They should not have made Duke Nukem forever. They should not make more Duke Nukem stuff. We should leave Duke Nukem where he belongs in the past and as a society move on from Duke Nukem. Duke Nukem was dumb. Well, that 
particular Duke Nukem game that came out recently is dumb. So here's the issue. That game isn't actually any dumber than all other Duke Nukem games are. No, no, it played like shit. That's yeah, the like, and that's the thing. Like, the from a tone, from a writing, from a like actual combat standpoint, Duke Nukem has never been good. We were just kind of it was just what we had at the time. Like, it's regular Duke Nukem was good. It was like, fine. Like Nintendo sixty four Duke Nukem was fun. It was really enjoyable, and I had a lot of fun playing that. All right, well, we'll agree to disagree on this one, but so like. We live in a world where they're not going to let you make a movie where the main enemy are, like, alien pigs that are also police officers. Yeah, no, I, I don't even know how that's going to You cannot out. make a Duke Nukem game or game into a movie in the current setting, and, like, no one wants it at the end of the day. And then on top of that, like, what are you going to do? Have it make fun of Duke Nukem games by making fun of all the stuff it was already riffing on? Like, that thing steals lines from movies left and right already. Yeah. I don't know how they're going to make that work. They shouldn't. I just don't get the casting of, like, considering John Cena. Well, that's what I'm saying. Beyond, like, beyond whether they should or shouldn't make a Duke Nukem game, a movie, don't fucking cast John Cena. I, don't, I, I didn't get that angle at all. I don't know why they're going with that. That makes absolutely no fucking sense to me. I guess he looks the part, kind of, but at the same time, like, no. No. Terrible idea. Yeah. No, like, it's it's just dumb. Yeah, no, that's, that's, uh, I don't get it. I, I saw that, and I'm just like, uh, the only thing missing is for you bold to fucking direct it. Michael Bay might be involved in this. <laughs> what? Why? It was his production company, at least, but yeah, like, that's... I don't, I don't get it. I really don't. <laughs> yep. I'm so confused, like, it was one of the dumbest things I, I read as far as, like, video game movie news. Like, there's some dumb shit that's come out over the years. Yep. This one, I absolutely don't get at all. But, yeah. Um, we'll see, I guess. <laughs> yeah. So, speaking of other dumb things, um, remember Rust? Uh, yeah, is that that one game that's kind of weird, survival-esque game? Yeah, it was kind of the top of the heap during that whole kind of survival base building video game era like you started off naked and you beat people to death with rocks and then somehow you worked your way up from like a stick to like ak-47s and shit uh-huh it came out in december of 2013 into steam's early access program uh-huh it will leave yeah. early access february 8th 2018 well, it only took a couple years. Not five. Badly. It took five. It only took five years. That's not bad, right? So I guess to dig into this one a little bit more, uh, Face Punch Studios, the guys behind it, aren't saying the game is even done. Oh, really? I An exact quote, don't think of this as us claiming that the game is done. This is us just saying that if early access didn't exist, we'd have released the game on Steam by now. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, I don't I don't know. It's uh Huh. I don't know. I've seen a couple videos here and there about it and it never I didn't even know what the real point of that game I've was. I've played it like it's it's for a group of people that like that. Like the it's for the Daisy crowd and stuff or what what 
what is it, the H1N1 game H1Z- or whatever H1Z1? it was called? H1Z1? Yeah, that one sounds right. I. Uh-huh. It's for the people that like that kind of people are the fucking worst. They will murder you for your shit and build a base now, motherfucker, game. Uh-huh. Yeah, I... I just more find the fact that they're like, yeah, we're ending early access, but like the game's still kind of an early access. That just seems unbelievably shitty. And it's also been an early access for five years. Yeah, the fact that it's been in the, uh, the thing for a long time now is kind of... Uh, yeah. The access thing is trippy. I'm, I thought I was one of those that was always going to stay in that kind of... Uh, yeah. <laughs> It's almost like early access is a terrible idea. Well, okay, yeah. <laughs> I'm not gonna, not gonna lie on that one. It, it, it is kind of shit. Yeah. Yeah. Moving on from that, though, to something a little bit less shitty. Uh, have you caught the new God of War? Tra- uh, God of War trailer. Wow, I can't talk today. Yes, I I saw it. It looks interesting because I guess yeah. he's like. He's he's kind of trying to stay quiet and low profile. Well, and... so if, if, to summarize it some, you have Kratos basically actually, you know, maybe learning from the events of the previous God of War games. Yeah. He drops such great lines as, there are consequences to killing a god. Yeah. But the most important thing to come out of that trailer is a release date. April mm-hmm. 20th. 420. Same day as Nintendo Labo. Also the same day Super Troopers 2 comes out. Yes, how will the entertainment community survive these heavy hits? Yeah, which is weird. I didn't know they, I didn't, usually do they release games like that on the 20th, which is a Friday? Uh, So Monster Hunter came out on on a Friday. Did it? Have they changed the day this stuff comes out now? I don't know. the big day for release games is usually Tuesday. I know Nintendo always did like Thursday or something. Uh, Nintendo did Friday. Friday. Nintendo did, did Friday. Friday. Ah, okay. Thursday at midnight, technically, because then it was Friday or Friday at midnight. Depending on how you keep track of time. Yeah. Yeah. I. Um. Some people have been moving towards Friday. I think like um, EA early access has been starting on Friday now. So you have like Friday and the entire weekend. Um. Monster Hunter dropped uh, Thursday of the week before this podcast goes up at 9 p.m., a.k.a. midnight Friday, technically. I, Nintendo's been doing it for a while. I Do you know why Tuesday was the release date for a while? Why? Uh, for shipping reasons. So back when like CDs and albums were a bigger deal than they are now in some ways, the actual physical uh-huh. shipping of them, Tuesday was the earliest day you could guarantee delivery. Because you had, like basically Monday was your oh shit we didn't get far enough over the weekend day, uh-huh. and you had to unload the truck and all that jazz. So Tuesday is when it kind of became digital or like CD based release day stuff somehow. And I'm okay with it moving to Friday because then I don't have to be like oh man, I don't want to stay up super late this week and fuck up my sleep schedule, but I want to play God of War. Yeah, no, I I think Friday should be like the ideal day for most places yeah. because. Like, most people, like, I, I maybe I'm just spoiled because I work an office gig, but, like, your standard 9-to-5 office gig, like, I don't want to have to come in and play a game on a Tuesday night and then I have to know I have to put it away, or 
sacrifice sleep and show up to work groggy the next day because I decided to stay up and play a fucking video game. Yeah, I, as someone who's taken time off from work to play Destiny once or twice, I probably don't want to talk on this topic, but eh. Well, see, I've done something similar. Like, I've, I've taken days off for the WoW release. So, whenever the new expansion dropped for WoW, I would take time off. Yeah. So, I've got no problem doing that. And I, maybe it's because I kind of got no shame, but people know. I've told people, like, I'm going to be gone for, like, two days, and I'm playing nothing but World of Warcraft during that time. So, I, it's my vacation hours. I will use them how I see fit, and I've decided this is how they are fit to be used. But, yeah. yeah. So it's, it's, I'm glad they're... Friday release, I guess, is kind of cool. I don't know. I just kind of caught my eye because I'm like a lot of stuff releasing that, and it turns out it was a Friday. So I'm like, all right, well, I mean, if it works, it works. But it does look pretty fucking cool. Since we're gonna go back to the topic of God of War, like I've enjoyed how little they've shown of that game, and this trailer was like, I love how it ends with the kid asking Kratos, "Have you ever killed anything that big before?" And I'm like, fucking yeah, he has. Yeah, and well, then it cuts to a shot of him flying down at whatever that thing is with a fucking axe. I, I was saying this a bunch last year. We're like, I want to feel like surprised in video games. And this God of War game, despite being a franchise I love, I think the God of War games have like been dumb but real cool in some ways. Like they they did some stuff I enjoyed and they were fun. Like the fact that I'm like, I don't know what the fuck this God of War game is. It's got Kratos and it appears to involve hitting stuff with an axe. But you know, I'm kind of super okay with not knowing what the hell this game is. Yeah, I, I think they briefly kind of dabble on, like, do they, like, was it, uh, they mentioned the kid and he doesn't know who he actually is kind of thing? Oh, the kid's obviously some type of Viking god thing, but. Mm-hmm. Well, I remember we talked about the weird theory that he might actually be Zeus or some sort of weird shit like that, or some sort of, like, spawn of Zeus, if you will. I don't remember talking about that ever, but, eh. I could have sworn we did talk about it because Kratos was... is Zeus's kid, technically, so. Well, like, because there's this one part where um, we talked, I know we talked about it before in one of the podcasts. It might have been uh, during our E3 thing, but um, he was using, a, the kid was using a bow, and at one point, it looked like he fired lightning from the bow. Oh, uh, I don't know. Uh, lots of gods have lightning power. Okay. Well, I guess. But yeah, it, it might be some sort of Viking god, because yeah. it's Norse, because they even say somewhere, like, he's battling through Norse lands. Yeah, it, these these are Vikings. Like, the runage on yeah. the axe, the, the the dragon that encompasses the world. Like, these are fucking Viking-ass shit. Yeah, exactly. So, we'll see where it goes. Yeah, I, he's raising a Viking kid. I'm, in some ways, no more fitting a kid for Kratos to care, uh, raise, given his Spartan, literal Spartan, not Spartan as in the adjective, upbringing. Yeah. Yeah, no, I... I'm just happy they have an actual release date. Like, it, it it got shown off at E3. It was like, here's Kratos. And I'm like, oh, shit, it's Kratos. And they're like, and here's the release date. And we haven't shown much in between. Yeah. Well, I, for one, look forward to Dead of War. Yeah. Yeah. The one sadness is it didn't come out in the year of Heihachi. So we couldn't <laughs> fight over who was the greatest dad. Yeah, Dad of the Year Award. Dad of the Year. Yeah, it looks solid. I we have a release date though. That's the important part. Uh, speaking of release dates, though, uh, kind of we, not really a physical release date or an actual release date, but Xbox has announced or Microsoft has announced actually that 
all Xbox exclusive games will now come to that Microsoft Game Pass thing at, on, on release day. Meaning, if you're paying for that when Sea of Thieves comes out, you will get that for free so long as you keep subscribing on the same day it comes out. Yeah, no, that looks, uh, that looks really kind of... It's... That system has always seemed kind of cool, but also kind of a, okay, yeah, but what about new games? And here's your answer. Yeah, no, I mean, it's nice that they take advantage of that system. Like, I mean, yeah, it's like, okay, well, I have this, but what's really the incentive other than getting these weird offshoot games? But if it's like exclusive stuff as well and all that, that's yeah. fucking legit. Like, that's, I think it was that's... just exclusive games previously. Okay. Well, that, that's a... Well, I mean, are, like... are you confusing games with gold with the um, access program? I'm confusing it with the access program. Probably. Okay, yeah, because games with gold was you get three free games a month. Um, yeah, uh, the uh, uh, games access thing was you pay a monthly fee. I think it's ten bucks, and you get like a you get free games of like a giant library. And by giant, I mean like I think like twenty games. It was all the Microsoft um, Xbox exclusives. Like Halo Five was in there, and you could just download it to your Xbox and play. Okay, but then when you cancel your subscription, it goes away. Yeah, the Netflix of games, if you will. Yeah, okay, yeah, I was confusing. I was confusing it with, like, the plus setup where you get free games yeah. every month. Okay. No, that's... Yeah, well, that's Microsoft's doing... version. That's games with gold. It's always been kind of weird that it's not part of the same program, but I don't uh, know. Okay, yeah, I think that was my confusion on there. But, yeah, no, the... Uh, I mean, if they're doing it on release day of that, that's pretty fucking cool. Yeah. Yeah. Like that's a that's a good reason to have it, plus all the other games. It's in many ways the first good reason to have it. Yeah. Now does that also did they ever mention anything about if it applies to the games that are cross platform like PC and X, uh, Xbox? Um or? remember that all that moving forward all Xbox exclusive games will come to PC, so I don't know. I'm assuming the answer think. is yes, because mm -hmm. um like the big one they're pushing right now is like Sea of Thieves totally qualifies for this. Yeah. Assuming you can get it to work and it doesn't suck. That's the beta, not the, the... The real game isn't out yet. That comes out in the near future. I actually had that written down somewhere and totally forgot the release date. But, I mean, we're supposed to judge it completely off the beta, right? That's how it works now? Yes. <laughs> oh, yeah, uh, sorry. Sea of Thieves comes out March 20th. Okay. Oh, so that's not that far off. No, it's not. Huh. Okay. Well, yeah. Um, I, this looks like interesting. I, I'm actually very curious if it'll do the the Microsoft uh thing where you can also do it on Windows kind of thing. I'm it assuming does that, it does. I, if it does, I'm I'm pretty interested in probably signing up for that. Ah, uh, no, you're not because you don't own Xbox. Like again, like Halo Five has never come out for the PC. Oh, mm, fair enough. Uh, well, never mind. I take it back. <laughs> yeah. All right. What do we got next? Uh, moving on from that, we got uh, this is a quick one. Um, David Jaffe's studio, the guy behind the original Twisted Metal games and the original uh, God of War, actually, uh, his studio is kind of in some rough shakes. They laid off a bunch of people recently, probably following their recent game, um, Drawn to Death, which was so bad. We shot a video for it, and I couldn't find a way to edit it into something good or watchable, so we didn't even bother posting it. Wow. It was not a good game. 
Well, shit. <laughs> that's gonna that that can't be good. That that's pretty fucking bad. You can't even post it for like shit content. Like here's yeah. gonna be just a filler content. Like, yeah, nope, that that doesn't work. That's that's really bad. Who filmed with this one? Was that uh, Jim? Ah, uh, yeah, actually. Okay, that's I, bad. Jesus. <laughs> and here's the issue: Drawn to Death was a weird game because, like, I when we get around to having a conversation about like art styles and stuff for Game of the Year, it has to be in that conversation. That game visually looks looks cool as hell. Uh, Playing it is bad. Well, yeah, it. it and I know you hate when I bring this up, but I have to bring it up. But it has that, what I call the, the Matrix Online effect, where visually it's really nice, but the gameplay is dog. No, this goes beyond that. Like, this ha- this game is some art-ass video game. Like, it's up there, and, like, from a style standpoint, holy shit. Like, uh, Matrix Online may have looked fine. Like, again, Google, Google drawn to death quickly and tell me what you think of the art style. Oh, that's kind of weird. Yeah. It's all like this kind of hand-drawn sketchbook style thing, and just playing the game was miserable. Huh. That actually does look kind of fucking cool. It's really cool visually. It's not good to play. It's quite bad. Quite bad. But, yeah, it's... Un- I have great love for David Jaffe. He's brought me many uh, things to the game world I've cared about. I... I really wanted to like Drawn to Death. I uh, really didn't like Drawn to Death. So. Uh, even the trailer, it kind of looks shitty. Yeah. Like like the way it plays. The art style is pretty fucking legit. I'll give it that. It looks like a bunch of old like middle school drawings just lost their shit and came to life. Yeah. That's a shame. But yeah, so they ended up just kind of letting a lot of people go recently. Yeah, uh, major layoffs, et cetera, et cetera. Well, hopefully it's not going down the path of some of these other studios recently, and they just do a bunch of layoffs, and then they close out and shut down. We shall see, but that's actually a perfect transition to our next little piece of news. Um, BioWare is going fucking all in on Anthem. The game has been bumped 2019, and apparently they're just pulling people off the majority of their other projects. I've seen Dragon Age in the works, like, they are doubling down and tripling down and making sure they have everything committed to Anthem being good. Yeah. Well, I mean, they're they're they've seen what uh what Destiny's been recently, so they're hoping to cash in on the mistake. Yes, but at the same time, like there's talks about like the small teams that handle like Star Wars: The Old Republic being pulled into Anthem. Really? Like that's how fucking into this game being good. I think they think it needs to be, and I don't disagree with them. Like, after you get one really bad fuck-up, and Mass Effect Andromeda was a pretty big fuck-up. Like, EA has not had a good year, and Anthem is their kind of first foray into the Destiny space, if you will. And Uh with Destiny 2 not being good right now, if Anthem doesn't suck... That could be a pretty big game changer. You could find me in a very uncomfortable relationship with EA. Yeah. Yeah, I I think it's EA and Bioware recognizing that, at least currently, 
the game market is a little bit fucked up right now, and putting out a kind of subpar work in title or work in progress is not something they can afford to do right now. Mm-hmm. But yeah, mostly it's that's been bumped to 2019, early 2019, so we'll see what that means. But if you were worried about Anthem, maybe you should be, but it also appears that Bioware is worried about Anthem in a positive way, so... Yeah. Well, it's nice to see they're actually taking it seriously and, like, yeah. trying to do it right. Because, yeah, the EA's had a, sh- not a shitty... shitty year. <laughs> yep. Well, so, speaking of shitty things, uh, uh, after Fortnite's massive success, uh, EA is... Uh, not EA, sorry. Epic is pulling the plug on Paragon. Remember Paragon? They're kind of third-person MOBA that's supposed to compete with Smite. I played it. It was shit. Like, yeah, they kept supporting it, and they kept insisting it was getting better, but after Fortnite's Battle Royale mode getting real popular, they're just tabling it. Mm-hmm. Well, not just tabling it. They're they're getting rid of it. They're just yeah. shutting it down. Yep. Yeah. They're offering refunds, though, so yay. That is true, and I, <clears throat> I will say, when they were offering refunds, they not only offered refunds for anybody who bought it directly from them, but you bought it from any other. Yeah. I, I guess they're offering you the refund. So that's good on their part. I guess they're, they're kind of the, I don't know. Maybe it's interesting. Cause like as a consumer, I'm like, yeah, all right. Thanks for doing that. Like that's, that's kind of cool. But at the same time, you're a company and I guess they just figured cutting their losses would be better than dealing with the drama. of shutting I down think they're making refund. so much fucking money off battle. Uh, Fortnite right now. They don't care. That's true. I mean, Fortnite brings in good money. All the skins and everything else, like yeah, yeah. I don't even know anybody who plays the freaking like tower. Most people mode. don't. I it's, and that's some of the controversy surrounding that game because that like the actual fort, like they're retooling how shooting in that game works to make mm-hmm. the PvP mode better. Yeah. Yeah, I I think the best way of describing the appropriate reaction to the whole um, Paragon situation, though, is uh, Penny Arcade made a great joke where it's like, what's the fan community for um, Paragon think of this? Oh, he's real pissed. Not they, (laughs) he. Damn, the shade. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, well, I mean, I guess, like I said, I I can't be mad at them because they're addressing it by like, hey, we're going to just give you guys you gotta give them points for meeting it head on at the same time. It sucks when games that were in a kind of an early access state were cancelled, especially after people put money into them. Like that came out of well, buy in. Well yeah, no, I remember that. But I got a I remember when I played I got a product key so it worked out. Yeah. But um yeah, it, it sucks that that happened, unfortunately. But I mean kudos I gotta say, like we you know, I like to give kudos when kudos is deserved kind of thing. And so I got to give them kudos for, like, you know, owning up to it and, and doing what they did. Yeah. So, yes. Anybody out there from Paragon is, is still in the office? Just we give you kudos for handling it like gentlemen and scholars. So. Yeah. Speaking of kudos, uh, remember For Honor? Yes, that. <laughs> Let me hold my tongue here. Yes, I remember For Honor. Yes. Well, it uh, turns out Ubisoft is still supporting it, and in its fifth season, it's finally getting um, designated servers, or dedicated servers, I mean. Mm-hmm. Along with a whole patch of rebalances and stuff like that. It comes out February 15th. I 
I honestly am amazed that they're still getting at this level of support. Well, I know they've done like tournaments and stuff like that. Like you still see them, but like they're so broken because apparently the last tournament that was hosted a while ago was fucking broken because they had a character that would do some dumb shit. Yeah, they never patched it out. Yep. I'm glad it took them this long to get dedicated servers. Good for them, I guess. Yeah, I allegedly people are still like it's got kind of that Rainbow Six Siege thing going on, which the people that are playing it are still kind of like into it. It seems so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh- Well, good for them, I guess. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I power to them. It's it. It's just weird. Like other games, you thought died on the vine. Like, hey, fifth season, dedicated servers. Holy shit! Yeah, fifth season. What are we throwing out? What new features you got? Dedicated servers. Yeah, guys didn't have dedicated servers. What? How 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 does this a thing? Well, lots of like even Destiny doesn't have dedicated servers. Why well, no? They got shit about it for a while. They didn't even have still five do PvP matches. Yeah, I know that was the. Yeah, I remember you talked about that. Like they, they don't even have private like private matches stuff. But now I guess they do. But yeah, so I guess kudos for For Honor. But I don't. I honestly, I don't know anybody. I liked that it. game. <laughs> I always wanted that game to take off. I thought that game was cool. I still do. Mm-hmm. Like that's a game that could have, should have, maybe still could be an esport in a kind of entertaining way to watch. But... Well, they, they try to treat it like that, like. Yeah, and maybe that's the issue of like maybe get a functioning game going first and then esportsify it. Like even Overwatch, a game that obviously was made to be an esport in some ways, didn't start esportifying in the first year. There was stuff, but at least waited a yeah. year or two. Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess good for for honor. Yeah. I may reinstall it at some point and just try it out, but I'm I'm kind of holding my breath on that one. Yeah, we'll see what happens. I. Uh, yeah. Moving on from that, though, and kind of we're on the Blizzard topic. Uh, Blizzard apparently is going to start monitoring YouTube videos to curb toxic behavior uh, in Overwatch. I don't know how I feel about that. I mean, I guess if you're like a big time troll and you like pride yourself on making, making trolling content on Overwatch, stuff like that, then yeah, they, they should shit on your dreams and everything you yeah, love. Yeah, I don't disagree with this. Yeah, but it, it does seem a little big brother-ish in a weird way. I... I don't know. Like, I guess it's one of those ones where, like, yes, it's a little creepy, but at the same time, you're posting a video on the internet. Anyone can, in theory, watch that, including Blizzard staff. That's true. I'm just... I mean, is, is Blizzard swimming in that money where they can, like, just hire somebody to go through Overwatch videos on YouTube and, like, this guy, this guy's doing things. Well, I so I think you've got the issue going on right now where, like, we didn't put it on the news because it's not a big deal, but, like, they keep having issues with the Overwatch League. Like, shit keeps happening in the well, Overwatch happened, League. Um, what happened recently? Like, there was footage of a kid, like, flipping off a camera. Like, it's when they were, they were talking, the kid didn't realize the camera was on him. He's, like, just straight giving the middle finger to the camera. Not a big deal, but it's a broadcasting issue. Like, people keep putting... um racist ass stuff on signs out in the crowd like the overwatch teams are big into um what one of the knuckles that's i guess racist or some shit i don't know oh the uganda knuckles sure yeah that's yeah that's an internet meme from uh what is it hold on let me it it doesn't matter but it's one of those ones where it's like you don't want it showing up on your broadcasts and it keeps doing that 
and like team members keep like sending out tweets involving it or some shit where it's like oh fucking video game culture you are yeah. ruining this for blizzard and i love it <laughs> well they will they will show you the way that's the running gag with that thing apparently i yeah it i you know what's funny is people are running that fucking video or that meme really hard but like they don't know that the reference to it actually is from a guy who used to make youtube videos uh pretending to be some sort of like ugandan warlord and he would like i got i forgot what he but he would like find people's information on xbox live and scare them because he would deal with people who were being toxic in the game so it was kind of a weird kind of nice little justice but i don't know where the fuck this came from out of nowhere and why it was just knuckles but who then cares? again it's the internet it's the yeah, internet and... you don't have to explain anything with yes, that it's well, kind of welcome happens. to the internet it's a cesspool <laughs> yeah it's ankle deep and rising yeah but yeah, I I think it's one of those things where I think Overwatch is correctly viewed by Blizzard as, hey, this could really fucking go somewhere. But you have all these YouTubers we can't control, like inside. Like, you have Twitch. Like, you have like a lot of YouTubers get famous off like trolley content and shit like that. And it's funny because it's not happening to you, but at the same time, it's not good for Overwatch's public image. Hmm. Like again, it goes back to our like our ongoing brand protection thing. It it's creepy as hell. Blizzard's willing to do this, but at the same time, it's not that weird. Okay, it's weird, but like not that weird. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't know. We'll, we'll see what happens of this. I I don't really fully understand what they can even do with it, but we'll see. <laughs> I I look forward to. See if they ever watch me. If you do watch me, uh, Blizzard, please let me know. I'm curious to see if you guys watch my channel. Yeah. <laughs> I, I suspect you're not technically a toxic player. I suspect the ones they really care about are people that are like just going fucking hardcore rage on their videos and just like cussing people out and shit like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I don't do that. I do get mad, but not at that level. Mad is fine, but, like, there's mad, and then there's, like, holy shit, that's just racist. Yeah, well, I, I don't go into that level. Yeah. So. There's a line. I, I like to Yes. Think. Speaking of lines, one has been drawn in the sand on Twitch. Uh, a judge has ordered the makers of an illegal bot program to pay Twitch $1.3 million. Huh. Uh, the... Uh, back in 2016, Twitch was having a bunch of problems with people buying essentially a bot that would make it look like they had way more viewers and mm-hmm. people in chat. Hmm. As oh, yeah. of, as of January 22nd in California, judges said that the people that made it, yeah, they have to shut it down and they got to pay Twitch. Huh. Well, that's what you get for... Uh... Trying to do stuff like that. Botting, it's not guaranteed. It's never going to be fair or legal. And so, yeah, you got to pay a nice amount, too, it looks like. Yeah, basically it's $55,000 of that are damages, and the remaining is all profits. (laughs) Yeah. So, for reference, this is based on kind of its, its... it's based on a claim that was trademark infringement, which makes fair. It also makes it makes sense. It's an unfair competition and breach of contract and violation of anti 
something cyber squatting whatever rules. But yeah. Well, I mean, with all bots, the life of it came sooner or later, and there it is. So goodbye. But yeah. I mean, it's also let's see, I I can see why it's a thing also because of the fact that like they require a certain amount of things before you can become an affiliate or you know a Twitch uh, what do you call it partner? Yeah. So views is one of the things. Yes, so makes sense. and this is especially relevant because in last week's podcast I said given the new YouTube shit like fucking we're gonna buy some bots we're gonna buy some views who the fuck cares like this is what happens when you have a system like this. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, good for them. Yeah. Rats, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, I guess that leads us kind of, it's a nice transition, I suppose, into our main topic this week, which is alternatives to YouTube as a video hosting platform. Why is this important? Why is this the main topic this week? We talked a bunch about how YouTube was kind of shitty last week. Well, because Facebook just introduced monetization for gaming streamers and videos. Yep. It's in a pilot program. It's real. They're pushing hard on, hey, you should totally move to this platform. And I've thought about it, but the process is shitty. Yeah, the, the current setup for it is not... <clears throat> yeah? It's not a... Uh, well, as, as somebody who uses Restream, it's not easy to set up with the whole restreams thing like and also I think even just doing it directly to like Facebook there's a whole thing you got to do and every yeah. time you have to re-update your your stream key and all that and I think the process right now is pretty fucking annoying if they fix that stuff I could see it kind of picking up traction yeah and this is all coming off facts like uh, you Facebook just picked up some esports stuff I we didn't bother talking about cuz I think I missed it completely like they're making moves but they're uh -huh. not like they're obviously going after Twitch. I think Facebook, along with the rest of us, see Twitch as YouTube is whatever YouTube is at this point. Twitch has suddenly it's in a position to really grow pretty quickly. And yeah, we're in a vacuum right now. In some ways, we're like, SWS Include is looking for a new platform to make our primary home in some ways. We're not going to abandon YouTube altogether. But it's real hard to justify using YouTube as our primary platform at this point. So we thought it might be fun at this point. To all jokes aside, like, yes, Vape TV will come up at some point, but we're going to talk about it for the first time ever in a serious manner. I think it's time to talk about, well, the various kind of alternatives to YouTube because now there's some okay, almost appealing ones out there for gaming videos and stuff of this ilk. Yeah, there was there was a couple things I saw recently, like even on Facebook, but it started to populate. So I'm curious to see where it's gonna go, though. I mean, uh, I don't know. Uh, are we just diving right into the main topic? Yeah, then? fuck it, let's go for it. Okay. Um, so obviously Twitch has been the big king for a while, as of now. Uh, and of course Amazon bought out Twitch, so now Twitch has that big backer money from Amazon and all that. And I mean, it's been doing really well for itself. You do have a couple of competitors who have unfortunately disappeared over the years. Uh, I mean, it's still vape.tv, but I mean, Twitch can only Twitch so much. So Hey, Ustream is still out there, technically. Yeah. 
Well, Ustream, I, I always thought Ustream was more for, like, world news stuff. Illegal you know, ass shit, stuff. yeah. I, I, I actually haven't seen all the illegal stuff. I've only used to watch it when there was, like, news stuff going on. Yeah, Ustream's for illegal shit now. Okay. So, I guess times have changed on that, but... It's always been for illegal shit. Like, if you wanted to catch the um, Ukrainian broadcast of Friends, that's where you went. Oh, <laughs> well... Silly me. I used to just watch it when, like, like I, I actually, I remember watching Ustream quite a bit when, uh, it was that, what was it? Uh, the, the, the protest at the Wall Street. Yeah, it, it, it's had uses over the years. For a long yeah. time, it was kind of the streaming platform that wasn't, like, gaming linked. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, no, I, there are other ones out there, but, like, it seems like yeah. the big one that's kind of been the heavy hitter has been Twitch. And, you have all these different companies kind of starting to respond in kind and doing different things. Like you have Microsoft purchased Beam, which has now become Mixer. Uh, so there's that happening. Uh, and then, of course, now with Facebook. Well, YouTube has tried YouTube Gaming for a while, but YouTube Gaming is kind of in a weird place. YouTube, YouTube Gaming has always sucked. It, I want to give it credit. Like What credit is it give? It doesn't do anything. Well, YouTube has such a big and easy like way to expand out because there are tons of people on YouTube, but I don't think a lot of people ever dive into YouTube gaming. YouTube gaming has the exact same discovery issues normal YouTube has. Yeah, so that might be the case then, but I don't think they do any kind of support for YouTube gaming as much as they do for just normal YouTube. Or at least they're not trying to push YouTube gaming out there more. Like I, I rarely have ever see any kind of advertising for YouTube gaming. Like, at all. So, besides from the advertising standpoint, stuff like you don't ever see them host any events, you don't ever see them do anything in particular. So, YouTube gaming is just kind of in a dead place, as far as I know. It died um, on arrival. I, I think like it's and it's part of YouTube. Like we don't technically upload anything to YouTube gaming; it just gets leached off normal YouTube. Yeah, well, but like I stream to YouTube gaming as part of the one plat the, the the several platforms that I'm on. Yeah. So. <laughs> We do too, technically, just... but we post the YouTube link because more people are on YouTube. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, and then of course, you know, like I said, with Microsoft and coming out with Vixer, and they've had some pretty unique stuff they've come out with, which I thought was kind of cool. But I don't think it's, uh, I don't think it's picking up as much traction as Twitch has. But then again, I mean, Twitch is kind of well established, so they've got really good footing. So, if anybody has any kind of chance of kind of breaking into that market, it would. Probably be Microsoft with Mixer, making it like a sizable dent, if possible. And but now you've got a new contender, so to speak, and it's Facebook, and they're coming in with like, oh, we're doing all the esports stuff. Yeah, I just like because Facebook is super out there. Like everyone has a fucking Facebook. So I think if this thing has any chance of succeeding, it's gotta it's gotta actually actively make an effort to get its like gaming streaming stuff out there. I mean, I know a few people who've done streams on Facebook in the past that are not gaming related that have kind of gone well. Like they have sessions, or, or it's like, actually you know. easier if it's not gaming related because this the go live button directly yeah. to it makes it easy. <laughs> yeah, no, that part makes it really easy. So if they want to do the IRL stuff, sure they can. But for gaming, it's it's a pain in the ass. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I I I think it could make a really interesting, sizable dent, especially if like. You you have this like 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 me who tackles all the fronts as much as possible kind of thing like I do all of them so 
I could see how it's going to go. Like, I'm curious, but it's got, they've got to really put some fucking effort into it as far as, like, advertising, getting the name out there, because you could easily become the next YouTube gaming. And, you know, the fact that we're like, YouTube gaming was dead on arrival is for good reason, because you rarely ever heard about it or anything like that. So, but, but I think Facebook's always been really good about being in the know as far as getting no, stuff out there. No, they fucking haven't. They, they, okay, not being in the know about like gaming and stuff, but they know how to handle their environment really well. Like, they, uh, they're really good at the no, data collection. they don't. And suggestions and things like that. Yeah, they do. They have, like, they have all people's fucking information. They, of course, they know how to balance. They know what they're doing well. They don't curate well. They're busy going through an issue right now where they're trying to finally fix some of the kind of news issues that site has had for years. And they're handling it really badly. Well, yeah. I know they're doing a... They're actually kind of doing an interesting thing with it right now. I I remember hearing about that, but... My thing is, like, you can find stuff on Facebook. Like, it's not hard to find stuff. And the, I mean, I don't think they're going with a new naming convention either, so it'll be like there. <laughs> I don't know. You, you kind of get where I'm going with that one, or am I making any sense? I <laughs> besides my normal craziness, I, I get what you're saying. I just strongly disagree with it because it's like saying, "Oh, all these people are coming here anyway," which is the YouTube argument. Okay. All right. Well, then, then, then shed some light on on your perspective on this then. I just don't like Facebook, so I don't really fucking care if Facebook adds this. I I find their interface bad. I find a lot of how they handle actually interacting with Facebook. Like, if you just want to post um, links and like stuff on Facebook, it works fine. From a back end of someone who runs a page on Facebook, it's uh-huh. bad. And as someone who lived through all of the, like, horrible games and all that shit, like, popping up in your feed and Candy Crush and all that jazz being, like, Hey, you want to play Candy Crush? No, Candy Crush. For the billionth time, no. Do you really want YouTubers pushing, I guess streamers and folks pushing their content on a platform that handles oversharing incredibly shittily and also like lets you live in an ecosystem where you can segment it to be exactly what you want? Like, What discovery is there possibly on Facebook you're not like paying to promote? Like, the whole point of Facebook, for better or worse, is you only see exactly what you want. Like, it's why if you want to, like, like only specific things, you'll only ever see shit from that. And, like, stuff your friends post, but if your friends post enough shit you don't like, you stop following them. Well, yeah, but you do have, like, you do have, like, if you like gaming, you know, stuff it's super easy for them to push content to gamer people on that channel sure on facebook like it's super easy once they identify their like crowd they they know how to curate that content once they know this person's interested in it sure so yeah but like at the same time they've had that stuff for a while and they're not curating anything yet that's just like yeah we got all this data they don't actually care if you succeed they just want Mm -hmm. data on people I don't well, think YouTube cared if you stuff. succeeded, but... <laughs> well, that and the ad stuff, maybe. But... I, again, they're showing ads to you anyway. They don't care. Well, if... they've been doing ads for, like, recently within the last couple of 
months because the ad stuff wasn't relatively. That's actually kind of relatively new. Uh, ads have been on Facebook for a long ass time, man. Well, not in the videos. Before the videos would just play. The video service is new. Yeah, like it's they're adding an. Where Google Plus was trying to add Facebook functionality to your Google account after you had like a YouTube account and a Gmail account, Facebook's trying to add YouTube to Google Plus after the fact. Like I, they're coming at the same topic. They want to be the only place you go on the internet, or the first place you go, or the primary place you go, because then they can just mine the shit out of you for information. But it's not what we're talking about. It's an alternative I find using their whole system just shitty. Mm-hmm. Like they have to make some major changes to how that back end works for me to really get in on it. Like uploading videos to it is harder than it should be. Well, yeah, the Facebook uploading videos, yeah. I've heard stuff about that. Yeah. Streaming to Facebook is harder than it should be. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm assuming they're gonna address these issues if they're gonna try to actually take it seriously. Yeah, maybe. You don't think they will? I don't think they have to. I you're already going there. They it's like they can do an only passable job. I I don't know. This is kind of crazy Charlie conspiracy theory coming out a little bit on this one where Facebook is out to get you, but at the same time I I, I yeah, I I already don't want to go to that site. I don't want to have to use that site. To, I, I don't want that site replacing YouTube. I don't want a site that already has content curation issues becoming the home for a system that requires real curation to work and mm. that they've proven are already shit at. Mm. Yeah. I, yeah. So even if, okay, so here's my here's my question on this then. Even if they got everything squared away with some of that stuff, would you still want them? to do this as far as like really push this or do you want to just keep youtube its own separate thing twitch its own separate thing and facebook do its own thing as it is now like would you ever allow them to intersect sure if any of them ever squared it away like no one has gotten this fixed yet Mm -hmm. no one does this well and I, i i it here's the issue i do not like facebook at this point uh huh I don't want Facebook to get bigger. So, you, so if Facebook did get their act together, would you be okay with it, or just Facebook as it, a whole? It won't no. change my feelings on Facebook. Mm. Okay. I, yeah, like it's that that company keeps proving itself to be like. What they're doing is brilliant business. They're giving you more of a reason to go to that site they're going after like other kind of major hub communities which from a business standpoint totally makes sense mm-hmm. but yeah i don't want i don't give facebook more data <laughs> but yeah that's always crazy conspiracy talk for a little bit there are other platforms you can upload to that aren't facebook or youtube um twitch Paypal. kind of has <laughs> offloading stuff uh, up up pre-recorded uploads now don't they they do vodcast, yes. You can schedule vodcast. Uh, I know with Restream you can. I don't know if Twitch specifically has it, but I know you can do vodcast. I'm pretty sure you can actually. But um, yeah, I know I know Twitch is actually with Amazon working on something to really bring out more of the uh, what do you call it? More of the 
YouTube side of things, I guess you could say. And they actually have just like featured content, video stuff, always accessible kind of thing. Like I know that's something they've kind of been pushing and working on. At least I've heard that down the uh, down the grapevine, so to speak. So I'm, I'm interested to see if there if there is they'll actually get it right. But yeah, so no, for the record, you can totally upload this stuff. I, I'm on the Twitch website right now. They have added. Yeah. So they have, oh, they have done, okay. They have custom thumbnails now too. It's been a while since I played around with this. I so yeah, I, they're moving in a direction I kind of want them to, which is they have what's the right word for it? I they have <laughs> YouTube functionality. Ar- yeah, archiving. No, no, not archiving. Like you can straight up upload a U- a video to it. Okay. Huh. So like actual like content hosting, I guess. Yeah. Okay. Time to move all the SWS stuff to it. Um, <laughs> like you've played around with what's it, Hitbox? Some? Uh, very. No, and actually, not that much. I maybe like checked it out briefly, but I never set anything up and never actually played around with it. What was the Microsoft one you were playing with then? Beam and Mixer. Okay, sorry. That's what I. That's what I thought Hitbox was. What the fuck's happened with those two or that one? I guess technically. <laughs> Well, I know they've added a bunch of other stuff. I think their big focus has been streaming content as opposed to local hosted content. Because I know they added the you ha- so they added a, a protocol called FTL, which is faster than light, which makes interaction with your stream almost instant because uh, you're, there's almost no delay between your your content being up or streamed and the actual stream itself. So there's not a lot of delay in that sense, um, but. They've also added the, the the interaction with certain apps. Like you can have a custom soundboard set up, so when a, a viewer clicks the button, it makes the soundboard go off on your chat or your sound, you know, on your computer, so to speak. They have that kind of stuff. They've added a little bit of functionality in terms of that, like a lot of interacting with the actual streamer, besides just the chat window. Um, they added the multi-panel stuff. So if you are for example, if you and I are streaming together and you're on the SWS channel, yeah, I'm I know on my they own ha- channel. I know they had that whole kind of like. But you had to be going just to them. You couldn't, like, have it set up so it would merge existing streams or something. No, it would merge them. Oh, I so, thought, like, uh, sorry, the instant delay the, one, the, the no delay <laughs> one, that's what I was thinking of. Yeah. No, you, well, you have to go directly to them in order to do that. So you can't, yeah. you can't restream and use faster than light. But what I'm referring to is, the thing I'm referring to now is the, uh, the multi-Twitch thing, where if I'm streaming and you're streaming on our, each of our own respective channels, and uh, if we say we're we're playing together, it'll bring the streams together, so you can choose which stream to watch. But you get the sound obviously from that one. But it shows that they're both together, and it merges the chats. So like you would see your my chat, and I would see your chat as well. So it actually combined that stuff up, and you can do it up to four people, I think. So you can get four perspectives, and you can actually have all four showing up at the screen at the same time. Okay. And and just have one audio stream playing because you can't have all four because then you get yeah. a lot of echo noise cacophony of violence yeah so like if my audio is playing but it's like let's say jeff myself you and jim all playing together on one like our own computers but four shepherd streams it'll show all four and combine our chat so our followings could interact with each other and the people in the chat could see the chats from the other ones as well so it's it's kind of cool that functionality was kind of (laughs) nice but after that it's been kind of quiet as far as i know Oh, and Mac- and they also give out a lot of free Microsoft stuff when you watch their special event stuff. So, 
there. There's that. <laughs> it may be time to start servicing our other accounts more. That episode's kind of existed in the background. Uh, you want to cover Fape.TV quickly because we have to as part of this dumb segment? Fape.TV? <laughs> well, they're they're their own thing. They don't they don't play by the fucking rules. Yeah, Fape.TV. It's so, and that's that's actually kind of where I liked back when Twitch was just gaming shit. And I think at one point I said, "Who the fuck cares?" And I'm I'm going back on that because in theory, only stuff on Vape contains vaping content but that's not true at all but mm-hmm. yeah I, yeah you're the you're the specialist on that one <laughs> by specialist i mean i've been to it four times yeah i i, I kind of want another gaming site to happen i it sounds like uh, they're out there i it's weird i think if twitch had the tech it's got going on right now but didn't have all the like live the live streamers and all that stuff pouring into it now. I think it would be at a real good place right now. I don't know what I think of its current place in the spectrum of things. Cause they've brought the kind of YouTube bullshit vlogger drama to themselves. And maybe that's part of the problem with YouTube at this point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Um Hmm. it's interesting it, I feel and I think I mentioned this before but I feel like it's starting to become this thing where like PUBG came out oh no sorry 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 let me let me go even further back Overwatch comes out sure a lot of these other companies are like oh well Overwatch is big let's make something similar to that then you have a lot of Overwatch clones come out and it's I mean it's rude to say call them Overwatch clones but let's be no, honest they're clones just, they're fucking Overwatch clones right yep. and then everyone makes a thing for it then PUBG comes and now you've got a bunch of other battle royale games all of a sudden start to come out the woodwork, you know. And I think it's, it's reached that point where Twitch is like, "Oh, that's working. That's a thing. We should jump on that." It's just I don't think people seem to realize that unless you've got some sort of special niche or something special to go with it, you're not really gonna break into that market. I guess I could say because Twitch is already just super successful. So yeah. Uh, but like I said, if anybody has a chance, Microsoft maybe with Mixer if they actually do a big push and really dump some money into it, but I don't know how much they're willing to dump into it on a maybe. Uh, and then Facebook's going to be an interesting one. I want to see what they go with it. Obviously, I might at one point start streaming to Facebook. I probably should, but I, I'd be willing to kind of give it a shot, I guess. I don't know. I, I'm, 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 I'm in a weird place when it comes to that. At least with Facebook. Oh, no. We're going to start moving stuff there eventually, I think. Like, I... As part of the move, we've started downloading all our stuff in case something weird happens, but uh, yeah, I I miss old Twitch. I, I'm not afraid to say it. <laughs> why can't stay why can't things stay not diluted? Like if you're doing something well already, just keep doing that, maybe. Don't Maybe don't diversify with the toxic elements of something else. Mm-hmm. So we've kind of talked around how bad Facebook is and how not super functional the other ones are because the eyes just aren't there in some ways. But if you were to, have, this is—I promise—this is the last week we're going to talk about this shit. 
we'll have a more real gaming topic next week, hopefully. But with that in mind, what would you want from a hosting service at this point, specifically aimed at gaming? Hmm. Obviously, a lot of stuff that could, like, like kind of a community page thing. Like, I, I know it sounds weird, but like <clears throat> a really good focus on community, a lot of focus on up and coming streamers, not necessarily the big time streamers, which is nice. Sure. Don't get me wrong. Like, but they should be like a big segment, like a big like focus, especially on like, hey, you know, new streamer day or whatever. And they kind of just pick somebody who's like, yeah, really small and kind of give them that exposure for like that day or something. I don't know. Like, yeah, like, especially, if, you know, with the raids they, that they do. I don't know if you've heard of the Twitch raids where a big time streamer will go into somebody's like small time streamer and just kind of like, hey, we're here with a bunch of people. Blah, blah. But like, um, yeah, like something like that, that really takes like a normal streamer who has maybe like 10 followers or some shit like that and just dumps a lot of people there that day just for the sake of like, hey, supporting this person. Like, that would be really good, because you might find that diamond in the rough who could really take off, and people who normally do okay will just do okay. Like, that would probably be one of the biggest things, I think. Um, I think a little more transparency in terms of, like, would it... Well, I know a lot of them have been better about posting, like, the achievement stuff for Twitch, but, like, I don't know, maybe finding some... That's kind of weird, because actually Mixer has it, too. So I, I take back on that one. Um, hmm. I don't know. I think I think I mentioned the one thing I'd be looking for is that big thing that really kind of puts a focus on up and comers, like a lot of a big focus on them. Yeah, I, I'm with you on that one. I it's, yeah, it's always kind of felt like the biggest issue these platforms have is discovery, and I know I harp on that a lot, but it's so easy to get buried and. As a result, it's very easy to get discouraged as kind of a small person starting off. And I'm not saying like everyone is special and needs to get recognition, but if you're putting the time in and updating regularly and like putting out content people aren't flagging as terrible, there should be some way of getting recognition for it. Yeah, like that—that's actually a better way to put about it. Yeah, that—that's—that's that's how I would phrase it. But yeah, like something, and you know what? I got something else. Uh when certain rules are broken or changed up that they're like enforced equally across the board, regardless of yeah. that member status. Yeah. So these aren't features. These are just policies. I think at this point, really, I like, well, yeah, I want a feature that's taken to a random channel. Just a button that says random channel. Yeah. Like based on what you're subscribed to find me something I might like. That I've <laughs> never good. been to before, because I know YouTube knows what I have been, to, what I have been to. I want it to go like, "Oh, you've never been to this." Here's the thing. Uh huh. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I think that's what. We, what would you be looking for? I guess, like, I, besides uh, the one nah, thing I already mentioned, I, uh, unless that's pretty much it. What you're looking for, like, we kind of just agree on the same things for that one. Yeah, I don't disagree on that. I. Yes, I, I don't know. Like it's, I think they're all kind of terrible in their own special ways. I being able to, nah, I don't know. That's gonna say being able to bring stuff off other channels easily into yours would be one. But ah, eh, nah, I, 
I don't know. It's it's weird how much at this point like, all the things I care about are really policy and not features. Like it's like in so many bizarre ways, Patreon is kind of the system I want it to be. But at the mm-hmm. same time, like Patreon kind of sucks because again, like it's it really only works if you have an existing fan base of some kind. Yeah, I that that could work. I don't. Yeah, it's. A site where I don't feel like I'm being mined for data. That's what I care about. Like, okay, follow me for a second here. A site that feels like it actually has to give a fuck about producing content as opposed to the more the merrier. Well, then you'd be paying to be on their site then. No. As a a content creator, though. Yeah, and I... So let me finish. I guess kind of follow me on this one a little bit more. Like you can have ads. You can have ads all over the place. Like there are lots of companies that do not care what their ads run next to. I've been going to sites like Newgrounds and shit like that for a long ass time. Mm-hmm. There's got to be some way you can run a website and still, but at the same time, like there are ways of not going for the if we let everyone on, we have more eyes. Like it's the what if you. Like, YouTube read in some ways where it's like, okay, we're trying to produce high quality content. Like if you focus on that some where it's like, Hey, this person posts once a month and their stuff gets like a million hits. Maybe we should look into that more as opposed to someone who posts eight times a day getting five hits. And they're all three minute long videos. That could be one video. And yeah, it just comes down to curation for me. I, I think YouTube does that just... Everyone thinks YouTube does that so shittily at this point. Mm-hmm. It just doesn't matter. Hmm. Like, don't let vlogs on your platform. Don't let... Yeah, like, have a standard of quality, I guess. Oh, like, more very specific guidelines, I guess. To kind of... Not guidelines, just like, this is an acceptable upload. This one, it's like, you can... I, Hell, like, if YouTube just said, if you shoot this video on a phone, you can't monetize it, I might be okay with some of the stuff they've done. It's dumb. It's not productive. Well, we'll see what the future beholds. With many markets kind of showing up, it it will very much, uh, what I'm looking for, it, it'll, it'll have to, like, in, it'll have to push innovation more. Like, Twitch didn't recently start upgrading a lot of their shit until you saw Mixer come into the picture. I yeah. feel like. Yeah, yeah, I, I think, we- uh, <laughs> yeah, it, thin topic. We kind of took in some weird directions, but yeah, yeah. I, I think we. That's what happens when you don't have a good, solid topic. And <laughs> yeah, that was your job this week. Oh well, I told you my one topic, and it just didn't work. It was a yeah. weird. It was a weird week in, in in news. Monster Hunter. Monster Hunter's pretty goddamn good. Yeah. We should have just talked about Monster Hunter. <laughs> Monster Hunter, it's cool. Yeah, I'll play it sometime. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that does it for our main topic this week, which would mean if we had emails this week, this would be the part where we read them and react to them and have deep philosophical thoughts. Uh, but we don't this week, unfortunately. But if you wanted to get in contact with us, Charlie, how would you go about doing that? 
Well, so <laughs> the first step is you hire a blimp. You hire a big ass blimp, and then you crash that blimp into another blimp. <sighs> and because that's then just two giant kind of foamy, pillowy things crashing into each other, I, Charlie, will find myself watching that online, and you need to run through that camera filming all this shit with your question. So I go, what the shit did that weirdo just run through the screen holding a sign say? And I backtrack through some video and maybe freeze it or something and then read it, and then it will wind up on the podcast. Or, consequentially, you can, you know, email us at wickedawesomecast at gmail.com. Thank you, Charlie. That's that's a very good, dumb story of how you get... Any <laughs> question here. Hey, Alex, what's, what's that email again? Uh, it's wickedawesomecast at gmail.com. Wickedawesomecast at gmail.com. Man, Charlie, who came up with that story this week, no one had to die. There was no stories written in entrails. Unlike all the times Alex comes up with weird stories. Wait a wow. minute. He said two blimps crashed into each other. They never exploded. They're blimps. Oh. Yes, wickedawesomecast at gmail.com. Spelled as it sounds down in the show notes. Etc. Etc. We love getting emails. Weird ones are good. If you got questions about Monster Hunter, send them in. I have, I can answer some questions. If you want to want to add to the Monster Hunter conversation of things Alex should know, I definitely don't know everything about that franchise. So, yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. As always, we love getting emails. They're fun to read and all that jazz. But yeah, I do think that more or less does it for this week. Um, are you going to buy Monster Hunter in the upcoming week, Alex? Uh, yeah, my paycheck's coming in soon, so I think I'll pick up Monster Hunter and give it a round. There will be a Monster Hunter stream then, probably, in the week after this podcast. Yeah. Huh. It'll be fun. I look forward to jumping back into the console. Yeah. Good. I took the paddles off my controller because that they get in the way of Monster Hunter. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, my fancy custom controller is back to being a normal ps4 controller for the time being just some normie controller yeah peasant controller yeah, yeah. but yeah anything you want to pimp before we get going i sorry yeah, as as i've been saying the last couple weeks podcast will continue maybe jeff will be on this coming next podcast maybe not i don't know maybe i'll start leaking some videos out again i don't know thank you for the people that stuck with us this entire time i if you check our Instagram, you'll get the occasional photo of progress being made on the studio. There is a Destiny poster hanging up right now. <laughs> but yeah, given that I need to move into that place by the end of February, don't count on the studio getting set up immediately. Mm-hmm. You need to buy a couch still and a new bed frame. Because I don't want to live like a college student anymore. Yeah. Um... Yeah. Let's see. Uh, I Well, I definitely want to pimp out something that's going to be going on this week coming up. Uh, for those of you who don't know, uh, Blue Hole Studios, which is the group that makes Player Unknown Battlegrounds, is actually doing a little thing where from the 29th of January till I think the 4th, um, I got to double check, but they're doing a thing where you will, it's an event where you can sign up and actually donate money to your local hospital via the Extra Life thing. But it's a specific player unknown battlegrounds page, so I'll probably be doing some streams this week involving PUBG because of that. Uh, but yeah, so keep an eye out for my stream stuff. I'll be doing that. 
So yeah, other than that, you can find me on social media. Uh, Mave online across the board is all my stuff. Keep an eye out for streams. I stream Mondays mainly, Mondays and Wednesdays mainly, but I'll probably be doing a few more this week just because of the PUBG stuff going on. So um, other than that, yeah, that's pretty much it for me in a nutshell as far as what I want to pimp out. Cool. All right then. Um, anything else worth noting? Uh, not. Am I missing something? Not that I can think of right now. Yeah. So. Yeah. I think that'll do it this week. You want to take us out? Uh, yes, I think I shall. Cue the metal. <laughs>